Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us today on Origin Gates Daily Podcast. This is called Wisdom's Echo, and my name is Parker Thomaston. I am so honored and delighted, as always, to be able to have this opportunity to share my heart with you. And today we are going to talk about love, L-O-V-E. I believe, honestly, in Yahweh's limitless love for you and I, that He is, is affirming who we are over who we have settled for ourselves to be. Now, what Yahweh is revealing to me is that there are four levels of maturation that take place in our relationship with Yahweh, and they are the invitation, the encounter, the revelation, and the manifestation. To start this thing off, um, because I'm going to try to to just briefly touch on all four of these topics today, and um, and hopefully this will stir you about Yahweh's love for you, for who you are. Um, this this first one is the invitation. Now, one of the the biggest struggles that I've had um, throughout, you know, all of this pandemic over the last couple of years, and the way that our lives have been changed and flipped upside down is that our opportunities um, to be able to just have social interaction have seemed to be extremely limited. And you know that you've been struggling when you feel more excited than your kids are to get an invitation to a birthday party. Um, But this is where we're starting. This is where it begins for me is in the invitation. In Isaiah 55 verse 1, it says, Ho, everyone that thirsts, Come ye to the waters, and he that has no money, come buy and eat. Yeah, come buy wine and milk without money, without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfies not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness." Incline your ear and come unto me here, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Oftentimes, what you and I thirst for is ultimately going to determine the invitation in which we receive. It's not what we're able to afford, uh, nor dependent upon how qualified we are to receive this. It's what you thirst for. If you thirst, come to the waters. Don't worry about what you don't have, but come eat, come and buy. Yahweh is saying, I'll pick up the tab for this. So stop allowing your budget to essentially determine your appetite. This word come is yalak, which is made up of yod, lamed, and kaf final. And this word is used a thousand and forty-six times in the Old Testament. And it means to walk or to see. And it's amazing because although the invitation has been given, the response is still required for you and I. Um, We see that this word also means the desire to learn how to manifest what is available in the heavens right here and right now. So when the invitation is presented and it meets up with the desire that is already present, an opportunity is formed for a lasting relationship. Revelations chapter 22 Verse 17 says, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. So when Yahweh presents himself to us, it's not so we can claim an encounter. This is so you and I can develop.
develop a relationship. So this invitation is essentially permission for us to be able to walk into the desire of our Father for you and I to be able to abide and remain in Him. Now, the second part is the encounter. And the encounter is a big part for me worth remembering because I I can remember when I experienced the love of Yahweh for the first time and and then countless times throughout my younger life of my younger self, um, it was, you know, you, you know, you're familiar with the verse, 1 John 4, um, I believe it's verse 19, but it talks about how we love him because he first loved us. And there's a lot of that returning to our first love. Mark chapter 12 talks about love the Lord with your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, and, and also says, love your neighbor as yourself. So this is a commandment, but it's also an observation that we are going to love others the way that we love ourselves. And so this encounter is is basically um, us walking into the presence of Yahweh for the first time. And, and I just want to encourage you that when we get in the presence of Yahweh, what He reveals to you and what He reveals through you is not for the sake of us becoming famous or um, sounding like we have great things to say. It's that we are able to behold His glory because the, the, the more purely that we're able to observe who Yahweh is, I believe the more confidently we are able to walk in the fullness of who you and I are created to be. So this encounter is more than just an interaction. Um, This encounter for me is a doorway um, that enables us to see the depths of the heart of of God's love for us. So after the encounter um, comes the revelation. And this revelation, um, the way that I am am breaking this down right now, is simply a revealing of the divine. Not only a revealing of Yahweh to me, but a revealing of himself through who I am and who he has created for me to be. So revelation was never given to draw us to people that receive the revelation. I believe that's birthed out of encounter, Um, But the revelation draws us essentially closer to the heart of God, the heart of our Father. Um, And this is a big deal because this is the revealing of not the way someone else sees them, but the way that we can see Yahweh for who He really is. so this revelation is a, a big part, and we can jump into a lot of things, but I just want to share my heart on this last part and make sure I give ample time to do so. This last part is the manifestation. So how do we manifest the love of God? Well, we talked about what what happens in Mark 12, um, where it says to love your neighbor as yourself. This commandment is that we we must first see ourselves rightly that we are the beloved of God, um, that we are the righteousness of God, and that you and I cannot grow in our own righteousness. We can grow in a better understanding of, of how righteous we are, but it does not make us any more righteous than we are. We just walk more confidently. Um, we are, are able to walk more um more firmly, I guess, um, in who Yahweh has created for us to be. But this manifestation is that what is within you will ultimately come out. And I know this sounds super 
elementary, right? Um, but it's it's about like if you were to take a glass vase and fill this vase with water, and then you just add a little bit of mud, right? Or a little bit of, of something that's, you know, um, something that's dirty into there. You know, you're not going to want to drink that water. You are not going to want to um, consume what is being released out of that vessel. Why? Because it's not pure, um, and, and I believe that ultimately we have allowed religion to identify ourselves as being dirty and insignificant and impure. And, and all of this is, is truth if we choose to remain in that position. However, the manifestation of Yahweh's love is big enough to cover that. Like, how, how can I say that His blood is not enough um, for me to be the perfection of His image? according to his likeness that I that I display the glory of who Yahweh is through me. So this manifestation is something that I believe um, ultimately I have tried um, to perform and, and obtain for a majority of my life because it was something that I felt like I had to work for. You know, religion tells you um, to continue to try harder, that you can do better um, every time you have an opportunity to, to pass that test, if you will. And we know that Yahweh won't put more on us than we can bear um, however, I believe that that a lot of those things that we're meant to be able to govern will continue to consume us until we carry ourselves rightly. And, and I believe this manifestation is us walking in the fullness um, of identity, of identification of who Yahweh has created for us to be, that I can treat people with love and respect and kindness because I, I treat myself with love and respect and kindness. This manifestation is basically what we project. This would be the, um, the projection of the image or the projection of the heart of who Yahweh has called for us to be. And, and I'm sure you've heard the teachings of um, the, the root versus the fruit and what we have to change, but I'm telling you, that I am learning from experience that the only thing that refines me is Yahweh's love for me. It's not the fact that that I don't measure up or that I want things to be different or I need to change who I am. It's the fact that <laughs> that all of that stuff becomes irrelevant when he and I are together. And, and he just affirms who I am and who he has created for me to be. And this comes by way of an invitation. This comes by way of an encounter. This comes by way of revelation. And then the manifestation takes care of itself. This is what glory looks like, walking in the fullness of who you were designed to be and what you were designed to do effortlessly, um, that we're not trying to to have to feel like we've got to make something happen. Um, but this is that you and I are able to just release and be who we were created to be. And I'm telling you that when your eyes get locked into the eyes of our Father and you see that flame, everything else that had may have taken a seat of, of priority in your life will begin to be placed on the back burner because we recognize the value of who He is. And, and that is the look that I believe Yahweh does not look past my, my faults. Um, however, he, he, 
you know, abruptly places his finger upon the things that are out of alignment with who I'm created to be. And and just because I remain in his presence, it, it refines me and purifies me to a degree that I'm able to just function and be who he's called for me to be. The things that I used to stumble upon and the things that I used to struggle with no longer have a voice. They no longer have a place in my life because I'm so caught up in, in Yahweh's love for me. And I believe that this love is such a big deal. This is where Yahweh comes in and he wraps his arms around you. And amidst your failures and your successes, he covers you and whispers in your ear that you are the most important person in his life. You are the most important thing to him. That that amidst your all of your, your trials and your tribulations and your victories, it does not matter what side of the, the ball you're on, offensive or defensive. Like we're meant to just walk and talk with him, you know, and commune in the cool of the day. And and I believe that he's calling us back to that place. And and in this place alone is where Yahweh reveals his love for us and as he continues to reveal his love for us, I'm telling you, it is absolutely life-changing that we recognize that who we were created to function as, um, as mature sons and daughters, is simply the, the righteousness of God, that we are made perfect and he delights himself in us. And so, family, I know that this kind of felt like it was a lot for me to try to cram into a short period of time, Um, but I hope that ultimately you can put all this together and be encouraged that there is an invitation prepared for you that you have a a decision to respond to. And, And if you accept the invitation into who Yahweh is that's found in John 17, then there will be an encounter that takes place where Yahweh meets you where you are and everything that you've been carrying up to that point, you can basically transfer that um, those possessions into his possession of who he is. And then through that, his divine nature is revealed to us. And then we have permission to be who he has created for us to be. And, and we don't have to strive to do that. We just simply express the love that he's placed within us. And so I hope this has been encouraging to you. Um, we're so grateful for your engagement and your support um, here at Wisdom's Echo and look forward to the next opportunity um, that you and I have to be together. Hope you have a wonderful day.